This podcast was brought to you by... Oh, that's awkward. Huh. Hey, have we got anyone yet? No. Well, we should get someone. Surely someone wants to sponsor a movie-related podcast. So, uh, uh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast and you think you could be a great sponsor, or maybe you've got a great commercial that's movie-related that deserves to go to the podcast, contact Walkton Entertainment for more information. Without further ado, let's get on with the podcast. Show me the money, Pasta La Vista. I'm too old for this. The platform, which is officially made in the year 2019, this actually arrived on Netflix. It's only available on Netflix. There was no cinema release within Australia, no physical media release. It's only gone on Netflix. And I remember when I was browsing through Netflix, they've got like a little coming soon section. And I get a bit of a thrill to see what movies are coming out. You know, what's Netflix brewing? Because let's face it, I'm not too fond on seeing what's coming out TV-wise or what reality TV shows coming out next, but I'm always curious to see what Netflix movies are being released exclusively to Netflix. And I saw this trailer a while ago for the platform, and I remembered that you know when I watched the trailer, I thought, this looks really different, this looks really unique, and it definitely piqued my curiosity, and I added it to my watch list, and of course, I didn't know that this film actually arrived until I saw it last week browsing on Netflix. And as soon as I saw this film had actually been released, it was in my, you know, watch list, I stopped everything and I said, right, I'm going to watch this movie right here, right now. And if you've never heard of this particular film, I am going to give a brief description of the film. There are no major twists or spoilers or anything revealed within my podcast. For those who religiously listen, you would already know this, so thank you to you too. But the platform is actually about a vertical prison, obviously set within the future, but basically there is two prisoners per platform or per level or per cell, however you want to use the type of word and terminology. So basically, two people are in a room. The film follows one particular male character who basically wakes up. It's his first day within this prison and he obviously introduces himself he realizes that he's sharing this particular cell block or cell with another person but what's really interesting is that when he wakes up there is this massive huge square hole in the center of his cell and the film gives a really good insight because this guy's waking up he's learning all of these things for the first time and so are we as the audience but basically he looks at this hole and he looks down and he can actually see multiple levels just like the level that he's currently on below him when he looks up he can see something very similar but there are prisoners on every level two on each so straight away there's a great concept here where normally prisons are left to right correct me if I'm wrong, and then there's multiple levels. But this is a futuristic prison where two people can't go anywhere. There are no uh, basically any sort of metal grills or anything. It's basically a brick room, solid cement. There is no sort of interaction with anyone unless you talk to the two prisoners below you or the two prisoners above you or the prisoner that you are paired with. There are multiple levels within this particular prison. They do state at the start of the film they don't really know for sure how many levels there are within this particular prison. But the main thing for our leading character is he, when he basically wakes up and does the general introduction, he sees that he's on the level of 18. So every level has a number on it. And level 18, as he discovers, is actually quite a good level. 
So why is level 18 such a good level to be on? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to proudly tell you on this podcast. At the very start of the film, we actually do see a number of chefs and cooks preparing a beautiful and incredibly large gourmet meal. There is bottles of wine on this table. There is desserts. There is chicken. There is roast. There is so many gourmet meals being prepared. It's absolutely crazy. And what's actually happening is this. All of the food that gets prepared goes on a platform. The platform begins at level one and the platform stays there with all the food on this platform. It basically goes through this large square hole in each level, in each cell, but it starts with level one. Whichever two prisoners are in that room, they get the first dibs with all of the food that they desire, the platform stays there for at least two minutes and then it goes down to level two, level three, level four, and so on and so on. So basically the higher you are, the better advantage you're going to have at getting a decent meal for the day because the platform only comes through once per day. And the thing that's really unsettling uh, as I started watching this film is I couldn't help but think about the prisoners who are on the last floor, depending on how large this prison actually is. But the film generally insinuates that by the time the platform gets on the last level, you can kind of imagine there's two prisoners getting a platform that's basically empty there's empty wine bowls empty food dishes empty plates and these guys are not getting food if they do they're just eating scraps of bone and whatever else could be remaining there and so some of the prisoners if they don't get their food they can resort to you know violence killing each other some of them will even just basically commit suicide they'll just walk up to the large square in their cell fall down and just simply give up So the actual setup of this film is actually intense and it's also quite intriguing, but it's also quite insane. Uh, Thankfully, we do follow the main character who's waking up and he's experiencing all this for the first time, just like the audience. Now, his interaction with his cellmate is fantastic because between the two of them, they interact, there's questions, there's instructions. You know, we're not spoon-fed this information as an audience, but discussions are had and we gain a better understanding of the actual situation of this prison that he's in. And without revealing too much, as I already mentioned at the start of the podcast, I'm not a fan of doing spoilers, but it is quite clever how this film, you know, changes throughout, particularly when you're comparing it from the original start of this film to the middle and its particular end. Now, we follow the main character, his journey throughout the entire film, but he interacts with other people, other prisoners, and the situation does change and alter throughout the film. And I was really intrigued by this film. It's the kind of film where if somebody asked me to please turn it off and come do something, I would probably debate and say no, because I was having such a good time watching this film, but I found myself quite invested, wanting to know more about this prison, and I was obviously more curious to see whether or not our leading character would probably escape or what he's actually destined to do in this film. There are so many things about this film that feel quite fresh, quite new. Uh, Finesse is a word that I love using when it comes to films, and this has definitely got some elements, but it's also got elements that are slightly familiar to other films that I've seen as well. Particularly when I think about this film called Cube, 
C-U-B-E, which actually was released back in 1997. Now, that was a film that ended up getting a sequel and actually got a prequel as well for memory. So, But while this film is actually very, very, very different in many ways, this is the only film that I thought, oh, it's got the same similar sort of premise. Waking up in a very unusual place, it seems to be like a bit of a maze, a bit of a routine, very different to the outside world, and it also feels very futuristic as well. And I will give you a bit of a polite warning to the podcast listeners today that this film is rated R18 plus for a reason. It's quite gory. It's quite brutal. There were certain moments that I won't say were horrific, but definitely made me feel a little squeamish, particularly when certain characters or prisoners in the film are talking about cannibalism. And while the film does get a little bit hardcore and brutal and squeamish, I still found a lot of enjoyment within this film. Uh, The film is also presented in a Spanish language, which means that you will need to read subtitles, which also didn't bother me. One of the cool things on Netflix, though, however... You can actually access a dubbed version of this film if you don't like subtitles and if you don't want to hear the Spanish language the way that was originally filmed. But uh, I, look, me personally, I prefer the genuine filming. I watched it with Spanish language subtitles. It didn't kill me and it won't kill you if you do it as well. So coming to a summary and close, this is a great film. It's got lots of freshness to it. The only sort of problems I've got with it, there are a couple of minor slow patches which had me a little bit concerned, but I think the biggest problem is a lot of people are going to have issues with this film's ending, which, you know, during its final act, its final build-up, which is quite big and suspenseful, I kind of predicted or kind of assumed what this ending would do, and there's nothing worse than when you think you know how it's going to end and it actually falls through. I kind of wanted to be surprised just that little bit more. The entire film gave me such a beautiful world, gave me this great concept, gave me lots of new things that I haven't seen in film, but the ending had me going, oh, that's it, okie dokie. But maybe some people are going to enjoy the ending and I'm just overthinking these things, which I do because I've got time on my hands. So if you've currently got a Netflix subscription and if you're spending your weekends flicking through the TV shows and flicking through the movies, spending half an hour, way too long picking out a film, give this film a go, especially if you love a bit of gruesomeness and something that just feels fresh, you know, I, I just love that freshness in a film. So Walked In Entertainment's going to give this film an 8.1 out of 10. Uh, it's a nice little hidden gem currently on Netflix Australia. And if you're not sure about it, maybe check out the trailer and see if that hooks you. Because when I watched the trailer, it certainly hooked me. Today you've been listening to Peter Walkton and you've entered the Walkton Zone. Brought to you by Walkton Entertainment. And if you are listening to this podcast, I'd like to personally say thank you for listening. And if you're listening to this podcast while you're driving, please drive safely. We'd like to keep you around as long as possible. Podcast has been brought to you by Walked In Entertainment, which can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd. To be kept up to date with further podcasts, please hit that subscribe button. And until then, see you next time. Oh, what are you guys still doing here? Are you serious? This podcast is finished. It's over. Go play something else. Ah, I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off.